This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, it's time to talk a little BC politics and joining us on the line, Global BC's Keith Baldry. Keith, great to have you back on the show. Great to be here, Jill. Uh, let's talk a little LNG. And if people think we are going back in time thinking this was a liberal initiative, well, it was, but it's back in the news. It's back in the news for some really strange reasons. So John Horgan's on his way to China today uh, to, among other things, uh, to Asia, um, to talk to potential LNG investors in B.C. The NDP's position has always been that it supports LNG, establishing LNG in B.C., albeit uh, as long as it meets certain conditions, four conditions they've, they've put on uh, approving it. But out of the blue, Andrew Weaver, the Green Party leader, he's been down in, I think he's in Palm Springs. He's in California, I know that. He's been f- furious on Twitter all week, sending out tweets that if uh, the NDP dares to bring in LNG in B.C., he will uh, cause the government to fall. He'll withdraw support for the NDP. This has uh, surprised everyone, <laughs> including the NDP. I've talked to NDP officials saying this is out of the blue because Weaver did not have this position when they reached an agreement back in the summer uh, to form government, uh, that they briefed Weaver on, on their position on LNG, and he was fine with it. Weaver says, nope, um, any, uh, he's opposed to LNG, full stop, is one of the, how he phrased it in a Twitter message to me this week. Uh, so he comes back to town on Sunday, tomorrow, and there's going to be a meeting, presumably has to be a meeting between him and the uh, New Democrats to clear the air here. Uh, Sonia Furstenau, the other Green Party MLA, one of three of them, uh, in a media interview yesterday was sort of backing away from this threat to uh, bring down the government. But uh, certainly, uh, out of the blue, Andrew Weaver's created quite the political fuss here, and I'm not sure how it's going to end. And his last tweet that I see about this, when he, 17 hours ago, saying, wonder how many British Columbians who voted NDP last election now feel betrayed. He says, judging from his email, many, many thousands. I have a hard time believing that. The NDP has never changed its position on LNG. It may not have emphasized it, but it was in their campaign platform. Uh, there's no change in government policy here. I'm not sure where Andrew Weaver's getting this information. It's like he's been down in California, away from everyone, and suddenly he's had this epiphany that he has to oppose LNG full stop, as he as he uh, phrases it. But I see he's also been called on on Twitter by uh, Fort St. John Mayor Lori Ackerman, who's gone after him on Twitter. They've had an exchange where she says, wait a minute, you know, you were up here saying you support LNG albeit uh, subject to certain conditions that the Liberals did not put on. The Liberals were sort of wide-open frontier uh, LNG development. The NDP has specific conditions that you have to have First Nations support. There has to be environmental consideration. Uh, there has to be something in it for British Columbian workers and such. So those conditions haven't changed. Where Andrew Weaver got this idea that uh, something has changed is, is mystifying. He hasn't given any interviews. He only communicates on Twitter right now. And, uh, again, he's back in town tomorrow, but I think he's going to have to face some pretty hard questions uh, come next week because the House opens in uh, less than a month, just a couple weeks from now. And uh, there's not going to be any confidence votes that are tied to LNG anytime soon. So this may be just a bit of a fuss that gets forgotten about over time because uh, if there is any LNG bill, uh, Weaver can defeat it. It doesn't defeat the government. It can only defeat the government through a budget bill or a, 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 through a confidence vote that's tied to a budget or some money, a money supply bill. And uh, that's not necessarily anything to do with LNG. So this might be a lot of 
fuss about nothing, but it's certainly, uh, he's rocked the boat big time. Uh, is it possible that this is Andrew Weaver trying to, to look as though he's opposing something and standing up to the New Democrats? Because really, he's come under fire a bit for the fact that, that he's selling his soul for electoral reform and for proportional representation and will agree to anything yeah. as long as we go down that road that he thinks it's, he's going to get that. That's a very good point. I think that's part of it. He drew a lot of, he's drawn a lot of heat for not, uh, by the environmental wing for not blocking site, the Site C dam construction. Um, his argument and the Greens' argument is what's the point of, of bringing down the NDP on Site C if that just leads to a Liberal government that just continues to build Site C? Well, you can make the same argument in this case. What's the point of bringing down the NDP over LNG when you could reelect a, a, a Liberal government and have LNG? So it's, uh, it's the same argument on, on this, but he, I think you're right. He's feeling the heat on a number of issues. Uh, he's, in the past, he's made a clear proportional representation his number one priority. In a Twitter message to me, he said, no, that's not the case anymore. Uh, I sort of sent a tweet to him saying, I'm calling you out here. I don't believe you. You've always been about PR, proportional representation. He says, that's no longer the case. I have a feeling when he gets back into town, he's going to have a pretty uh, face-to-face meeting with his caucus members because I cannot see Sonia Furstenau or Adam Olson sharing his view that the NDP government must be defeated after less than a year in office over this hypothetical issue of LNG, which is still not come to BC in any significant shape or form. But uh, it's... uh, He's got to come, come back to California to clear the air. <laughs> and like you said, it's it's bizarre because it's not it's not a policy change. It's hard to find this betrayal that he's talking about. Well, yeah, and uh, again, I invite people to go on Twitter and look at this exchange between Lori Ackerman, the mayor of Fort St. John, and Andrew Weir, where she says, you came to Fort St. John and said you supported this. Uh, and he's trying to deny that he, he said this. Uh, Ackerman is sticking to her gun saying no. And a counselor who was at the meeting with Ackerman is backing Ackerman up. Um, so this is, uh, you know, her word and the council's word against Andrew Weaver. Andrew Weaver is risking looking very foolish here if uh, he doesn't clear the air because uh, there's been no policy change for the New Democrats. They've been very clear all along what their policy on LNG is. And suddenly to use Horgan's trip to China as sort of the launching pad of this new green threat to bring down the party is uh, is bizarre. And I think he's overreaching and... Uh, overplaying his hand. The Greens don't have as much power as they think around this place, and uh, the the fallout for them is they can they can cause the NDP to to fall, but there's no guarantee the Greens will win any seats in the next election. They got three, and I think they enjoy having presence in the House. But there's no guarantee that without proportional representation, they're going to have three in any first-past-the-post election. So it's a dangerous game Andrew Weaver is playing. Oh, exactly. And if he's throwing the word betrayal around, uh, there was a certain amount of betrayal felt, I think, by people who voted Green and didn't uh, think that a coalition was in the hori- on the horizon. Yeah, no, there's a... I mean, I think it's still a, you know open question where the Green vote came from. Was it disaffected liberals who were tired of Christy Clark? I think there's a lot of them like that. But a lot of people who voted Green obviously didn't want anything to do with the NDP. Now they are stuck in a partnership with the NDP. Um, and uh, and maybe looking for more from Andrew Weaver on the green front. So Site C, nope, sorry, you didn't get that. Um, and there's not much more evidence of Andrew Weaver having any influence on government policy. And I think he must be feeling some heat to your earlier point that, you know, he's back proportional representation over anything. He's got to find another issue to sort of take a stand on. But uh, this is a bizarre one. <laughs> 
indeed. Uh, what else is going on as well as as far as uh, BC politics? We got the the credit rating, uh, which appeared to be uh, well, good news for the the New Democrats. Uh, other than having uh, Andrew Weaver attacking them on Twitter, that was uh, a good news story. Yeah, no, the NDP. You know, um, I think there was a poll out yesterday that suggests they're they're still well ahead of the Liberals in, in personal popularity. Uh, they haven't had many missteps. So the site site dam was a critical issue for them and a critical decision, but. Uh, you know the challenge. They, they we talked a lot about this when they were in opposition. That at some point they had to decide were they a, a party that was going to govern for everyone, or was it a party that was going to govern for the the smaller slice of the of the uh, environmental movement, which is against a lot of industry. John Horgan gave a speech to the Truck Logger Association this week. Uh, went over very well, saying his party backs natural resource sector, uh, talking like uh, uh, previous governments, frankly, from the NDP in the 90s or the Socreds or the B.C. Liberals. Uh, and that's got to, you know, hurt their relationship, I think, with the environmental movement. You suddenly have groups like the Sierra Club denouncing the NDP when they thought they were going to be their, you know, lapdogs, basically, in government. That's not happening. The NDP is, uh, you know, behaving like governments of the past. And I think uh, that's going to hold them in in good stead. John Horgan's off to Asia, and just like Christy Clark, Gordon Campbell, Mike Harcourt, Glenn Clark before him, uh, that's what you do. You go there and you look for investment in B.C., and it, it's investment in the natural resource sector. There's been no change in policy on that, and that's going to infuriate some green environmentalist activists, but uh, the hard the heart and soul of the NDP. That's that's what the party's all about. All right. Uh, interesting times indeed. My guess is there might be some people waiting for Andrew Weaver when he gets back to the airport. His parking spot is right outside my office window at the legislature, so I'm going to be waiting for him. <laughs> All right. I look forward to the update. Keith, thank you so much. That is Keith Baldry over in Victoria with Global BC. We shall see what the fallout is or what's going to be happening next. A very odd, as Keith mentioned, a very odd Twitter battle and exchange, various exchanges over LNG. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.